Hey, hello everyone. This is DJ Sanak Audi. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, I'd like to thank everyone for downloading the show in the future. Without you, there is no TainoRadio.com and Taino Radio TV through the super world of TikTok. Hey, check this out. Today I'm going to begin a show dedicated to uh, healing. And the following shows will all will also be dedicated to healing. You know, we just uh, went through another year of Christopher Columbus holidays. Um, I know a lot of people that I know and people throughout the country have celebrated Indigenous Peoples Day, which is awesome. Now, many of us went to Columbus Circle on October 8th to honor the ancestors through the 16 years of Indigenous Day of Remembrance. But this year we added a word, resistance. It's been 16 years. A lot of things have developed at Columbus Circle, not to help the Indigenous cause and the um, the justice for the Lenape ancestors here in New York, Taino way back 1492, and the legacy that Columbus left behind, especially slavery. So October 8th, we did some prayers. Then October 9th, the actual Columbus Day, federal holiday, also a holiday in New York State. Um, in the last uh, show, I interviewed some of the actors. We were, it was a drama play right in the foot of Columbus Circle. No, no police stopped us. It was awesome. And uh, Lucille and Serge, I'd like to thank for your amazing uh, help. And uh, wow, the whole play was centered around uh, Diego Salcedo, the one that conquistador, as they call themselves. We call them invaders. He was uh, drowned um, in the western part of the island of Borinquen, Puerto Rico. And it proved to um, my ancestors, the Taino, that the invaders were actually mortal. They waited three days with the body, some warriors, and they reported back to the chief, hey, guess what? These guys are mortal. So this spread through the islands. It went to Dominican Republic, Oquisqueya, Haiti, and uh, the Guamo was played. The conch shell was played. The warriors united. The chiefs decided to rebel wholeheartedly. And with those wars came defeats in the hands of more technological kind of army with Columbus. They used swords and they used guns, or I should say rifles, the acubis. And uh, it caused a lot of harm. Also the use of horses. It was we were just outnumbered our ancestors were um, so it was totally totally devastating doesn't mean we didn't win any battles we did win battles we definitely won the heart and the spirit of, of other peoples who were struggling like the African slaves and so on but yeah man we won some battles and the war still going on why because people Identifying as Taino are reconnecting with the land, 
our mother Atabe. And that's powerful, man. People who don't even who don't identify as Taino but say that Boricua, you know. Orgullo ser Puerto Ricano, you know, they, they these are the people that are working the land, you know, they're working the resources that's handed to them. And instead of being dependent, they become independent, but dependent on one another, the technology left behind by the Taino. And uh, here we are, here we are, 2023, still identifying, I can't, I still can't find an invader. Seems like they didn't like Borinke and they left. I don't see any of their swords. I don't see any of their shields. I don't see any of their acubus. Uh But I do see uh, that negative spirit that still travels around. I like to call the yellow mist. Just keeps going around looking for victims. I call it the Columbus yellow mist. So, uh... In the words of Terry Funk, the reason I say yellow is because, you know, that Columbus was a, a yellow egg-sucking dog. Apologize to the dog, but yellow egg-sucking. And uh, supposed to be a term that when different predators used to go to the farm and they used to... Uh, to the cages, I guess, of the chicken, the chicken coop, that's right, and they will steal their eggs, so that's the whole term, yellow sucking dog, supposed to represent being a coward, you know, being sneaky and stuff, so there is this sneaky yellow mist that's going around our communities, going around the world, actually, look around the world, there's so much war going on, man, if you look at it, it's all related to the land, you know, location, aptitude, altitude. It's all about those coordinates. If you look around the world, look at Israel, and the Gaza, Palestinians. Uh, go to Russia, you go to Ukraine. Again, wars over land, resources. I know it's very difficult to farm in Russia because the numerous thousands of mountains and rough terrain a lot of rocks left over from the ice age and guess what ukraine is that's good farmland it's like I believe it's like the second best in the world in wheat production so there you go resources up in israel and in the middle east there against palestine again it's about that the land the arguments of, of East, West, Jerusalem. So you got some religious issues also on both sides. But, but the bottom line is that um, we see in the history of violence. Overcoming negotiations. Overcoming our humanity. You know, martial arts were taught to be number one rule during the time of conflict. You relax. Rule number two. There are moments of conflict. You relax. And finally, the third rule of engagement and conflict. The third rule is relax. So you have to take a deep breath and relax. And this goes again to the medicine of healing 
And since we're dealing with human beings right now during this time of war and this yellow poisonous mist that follows us, here's the here's the thing. We're human beings. Now, if you follow me, the human being is like a medicine wheel, you know. And in each direction, the northeastern direction, you have uh, our human, our physical being, what people see, the external. And also the internal affects the external because we have faulty uh, lungs and, and uh, uh, disease organs. It's going to affect our physical, our physical um, aspect of what it is to be a human being. Who do we live with? Who do we hang out with? Do we take drugs recreationally or addictions, substance abuses? Uh, how do we treat our body? You know, do we neglect it? Do we abuse it? And so on. That's all in the physical realm. And that's what makes a human being. And right now, you know, when there's wars, it's going to be a lot of pain. It's going to be a lot of deaths of the human life and then on the southeastern direction of the medicine wheel you have the mental health of the individual the human being we're all are affected by our environment and our environment includes our family friends neighbors community the world and we suck up that energy from others. And we release energy to others. So it's a back and forth. And this leads to our mental health. Where do we live? Where do we work? What are the stresses going on? Am I a victim of domestic violence? And am, am, am I uh, a person who's, you know, I just lost my spouse or my children. And I'm all alone now. And, and I'm really grieving hard can't take a shower, can't leave my bed just thinking and, and feeling sorrow. You know, that we're talking about depression there. And what happens when you leave? You leave your building in the middle of uh, southern uh, Bronx and you hear a shootout, you know. You know, this that's going to affect your mental health. Anxiety will be heightened. You know, you hear about crimes and deaths. Um, or relates here the anxiety level but also there's an aspect of mental health that relates to the you know the happiness good old dopamine and and these are things that you know you know ah, I just got a promotion cool man oh I just had the birth of my first daughter my daughter you know and, you know that's another celebration you know that's going to affect your mental health in a groovy kind of way it's not going to be negative you know so so what we experience in a positive level affects our mental health and then once in a while um, we'll need something to help us deal with this uh, physical world connecting to our mental health and this is where you know the, the natural medicines come in whatever tradition you're part of and that all it all relates back to the physical world, which is Mother Earth. So you got the physical realm, you got the mental health realm, 
And now next to mental health is the southwestern region. And that is what we call, what is it? Physical, mental, emotional realm aspect of what it is to be a human being. So yeah, man, all the stuff that I experience in my physical world, the realities, different realities, right? And then I got the, uh, how that affects my mental health. And what are you feeling? All right, what's going on? What are you feeling? You know, it all relates again to the physical realm and also the uh, mental realm. You know, the experiences that are our behavior related to this physical world. Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you angry? Gross? Disgusted, frustrated. Uh, you know, if you have any of those feelings, it's all valid. And it's better if you can share it with another person. Even better if you can share it with a group of people you trust. Whatever it is, you have to let those feelings out. Okay? Feelings are, are one of those uh, human experiences where, you know, you want to share it. And, and sometimes anger... We, we, we suppress anger, but it's good to let it out too. Let that anger out. People 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 need to know your opinion via feelings, you know. You know like this really hurts you and you're gonna let them know. This really makes me angry. You're gonna let people know. You know, it's feelings, it's not wrong, nothing wrong with feelings. I mean, you know, you know, once we get all the facts together, then we can get a an honest conclusion, you know, a decision on, on the matter, but Sometimes, hey, we have to focus, focus clearly on what is a human being. So we got the physical, mental, emotional. Now we got the fourth realm or the fourth aspect of being human, and that is spirituality. You know, we possess a spirit that's powerful. It could literally move mountains. It all depends how focused you are on your spiritual life. And the spiritual is when you go out of yourself. You go to a different realm that's not, sometimes it's not even physical. It could be a vision, it could be a dream. You're picking up a rock, a stone, a shell from the beach, some coral, maybe a fossil, that would be cool. walk into the forest and you see an animal you've never seen before or an insect like oh my god some birds maybe found some some feathers man some cool feathers and then you know all that gives you meaning and and the thing about meaning is you want to live that meaning you know a really healthy person is rooted in what's meaningful to them and they spend a lot of their time fulfilling you know, experiencing that. And that's what the ultimate human being is. The superhuman. is to understand who they are as physical realm. How to take care of their body. How to respect their bodies. Protect them. And so on. Very important, the physical realm. And then, and then also the second level to that is the environment Who's your family? Who's your friends? Who's your neighbors? Who's your lovers? It's all connected in the physical realm. 
So the spirituality, it's, it's the motion of that wheel. When you want the wheel to spin, all the, you know, the four different realms of in this medicine wheel of being a human being, it starts to spin. Our spirituality kicks it off. And a really, really healthy wheel will have some strong spokes that's connected to the void of the middle wheel and of the wheel and just spins and spins and spins. So I look at the heart, I look at the organs, I look at the brain. These are all physical, biological substances that's in our body. And here's the thing. They each play an important role in our life that we don't even realize what's going down. I don't, most of us don't count our breaths. Most of us don't think that we're breathing, but it's all focused on this, this power of the medicine wheel, this wheel that spins. But once in a while, we might hit a huge rock on the road. It's going to dent the wheel if it takes a really bad act, you know, a real bad hit before. Now we have to adjust our lifestyle. We have to adjust our behavior. We have to check in with our feelings. And, uh, you know, what's meaningful to me now after this big hit? You know, many of us, uh, depending on what tradition you are, sometimes we, we talk of karma or we talk of uh, uh, those demons in my life that keep tempting me. You know, you know, you hear this language. The medicine wheel way, you know, it's bumpy. We take a moment to rest and we, we look at ourselves like, man, am I all right? Did I get hurt? You know, take a bump, man. You want to know if you got hurt. And if you're physically all right, you're going to look at your mental health. What's going on? How come I keep shaking? Why do I keep trembling when I when I meet a certain man or I meet a certain woman or, or when I see children getting abused? Why do I start to shake? See, it's all related to our, our mental health. And for Native people, we talk about intergenerational well, mental health when it comes to our genes, our DNA carrying trauma. I think anyone who's been colonized and under occupation, apartheid, whatever you want to call it, um, you, f- you know, you just feel, you feel trapped, and that leads to uh, mental health issues. Okay. So at this point, after sharing all of that, what's a human being in the indigenous way? You know, a couple of, uh, I want to say, what was it, a year and a half ago, I published a book called 200 Ways to Heal from Trauma. And I gave a, an indigenous Caribbean, I call it the indigenous, and Indian, an indigenous Caribbean healing manual for humanity. So it's something, uh, when I wrote this, I, I wanted to write it in different sections like like 10 then 20 and then 30 and then and then a set of I mean I could have wrote 
I want to say I could have wrote maybe in one one of the ways I could have probably wrote a chapter. So I really have like 200 chapters that I just kept it in one sentence. And you can get it on Amazon. The money that's the royalties that I get from this will be it's it's being saved right now to um, for land in Borinquen. And this will be administered by uh, Arayeke Yukayek Taino Nation, you know. Um, and this is something we've been working on since 2020, you know, being going back to the land as a way of healing from the trauma. You know, many of us in the diaspora, you know, um, sometimes by, by only one choice, there are my immediate ancestors uh, relatives decided was to come to New York go to Chicago Hawaii Florida you know to find work from the you know away from the island so my family was one of those families that decided to uh, come to New York but with that comes that trauma you know we indigenous people know about this and, and for example Puerto Rico Taino Borinquen under living that system of um, occupation, a system of um, encomienda, a system of colonization, you know, it, you know, we lived it with the Spanish, and now, you know, we live in it with the Americans since 1898. Um, so all of that, this trauma, and that all that history, we suck it all in every day. When we speak to other people in our jobs, our families, you know, whatever, we, you know, we suck it in. We, we, we absorb that energy and we give off energy. So today I want to share the, the first 10. First 10 ways. And I promise in, in future shows I want to cover these as well. I have a, up to 200 ways. So like, it's like the cuentos, you know, the sayings back in the day, you know. When in the islands, there's always a saying, there's always a cuento, you know, about something, you know, and that's great. That's that ancient knowledge that was handed down. So I like to use that tradition, you know. So here it is. Ready? Um, number one. Enjoy your enjoy your time with your mother, planet Earth. Yeah, man. Straight out of... Uh, our science classes, you know, environmental science, right? We we taught about the Earth that we live in, this planet Earth, and then we start learning about all the other planets, how it's too cold or it's too hot, and never, never stare at the sun. But here we are, man. We lived in this beautiful world. It seems like all these other planets, especially the sun, you can't live in it, and yet here we are. So as an indigenous way, an indigenous way of looking at it, the, the planet Earth is our mother. My God, this mother gives us everything we can possibly need to survive. Even the ocean, the ocean has a hundred minerals that's found in our bloodstream. And we need those minerals to live. So that's the mother, man. That's that's that. That's her blood. That's running through us those rivers are the veins and where does the heartbeat come from mother 
It's under the earth. Under those stones, man, where the heat is. The central fire, man. That's... It's, just look at Atabe and all those circles she has that she's carrying. It's in her abdomen. Take a look at that. That's the medicine wheel. In the middle is the void. The spokes hold that void. Zero. And yet, it's what gives us life. It's amazing, man. It keeps us spinning. So enjoy your time. Don't waste it. Enjoy it. Don't challenge it. Don't forget it. Don't deny it. Hey, enjoy your time. You deserve it. That's right. You deserve you deserve it. You're a superhuman being. You're physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Wow, that's deep, man. Hold on to that. Enjoy it. It's a gift. It's free. Number two, the second way. Find ways to do things you like to do. What do you enjoy? So find ways to do things you like to do. No one else, just you. And I know we live in the kind of materialistic world where you have to have a job and you have to have a certain look. Depending on the field, there's certain expectations and evaluations. And there's a lot of pressure on us to produce either through yearly certificate renewals or licensures or pain or insurance let me tell you something this is all related all related to our humanness physical mental express those emotions and look for your meaning and live it it's the spiritual side so find ways to do things you like to do okay number three Clarity is to see clearly. Open your eyes when confused. So basically, sometimes I know with me, when I don't wear my reading glasses, it, it gets really blurry, those words. And I I try to deny it and I try to read it and I can't. And I get out my glasses. So, so clarity what I mean by clarity here is like when you can truly understand the truth. What's the truth in life? What is it all about? What is the ultimate truth? When you can see that, when you can touch it, live it. That's when you can see the world clearly. When you can dissect the matrixes. And you can have a good day at work even though it was stressful and come home and come home with a loving family or a partner or or it can be a dog or cat or a memory for those who are mourning loss. It 
it's all connected to the truth and how do we see it clearly and if you cannot see it clearly for some reason open your eyes look around once again physically got some beautiful eyes use them so open them keep looking around and I guarantee you it's going to strengthen your mental health you'll probably even be happy happy feelings which can lead you to a really positive way of looking at the world how to find meaning how to live it because clarity is to see clearly open your eyes when confused way number four pick a trail any trail and when the trail ends start a new one Straight out of my experience when I was a teen, first time in the woods, uh, I followed this trail, and then, oh man, no more trail. Now what? I go back? All right, you can go back, but you already experienced that adventure. I guess you can experience it in reverse, right? But hey, why not starting a new trail? Start a new adventure. Don't just stop. There is no stop. The medicine wheel is constantly spinning. So you start a new trail. And guess what? I guarantee you other people are going to go into your trail. They're going to follow your trail. And they're going to say, damn, this trail was helpful. The adventure has gotten better thanks to this trail. And guess what? When the trail ends, that, that new pair, that new person has to start another trail. See, we're constantly creating trails. Uh, people that don't, wow, that's when they're stuck in their, in, in their reality. And then the world becomes overwhelming because their reality, it's, it's limited because there's no, no, no new ambition, no new way of looking at things. And that can be a problem. Number five, your body is worth caring for. Again, this is all connected to the physical aspect of humanity. Your body is beautiful. And it's worth caring for. Now, speaking as an older adult, I can honestly say that, you know, one of the struggles is, you know, your body is going to deteriorate, especially if you live a long life here on Earth. So one of the things I try to do, I've been battling for many years now trying to grow hair <laughs> naturally <laughs> the challenge <coughs> but here's the problem it's worth trying you know it's worth caring for it's worth going to the gym you know at least two three times a, a week it's worth it it's worth spending a little more money maybe twice a week or something to Treat yourself to some nice food. And I know healthy food is expensive most of the time. But hey, on these two days, you're you're budgeting for those special days, you know. Or every day. Filling your body with um, plants and minerals and all that good stuff. So your body is worth caring for. It's worth having a partner, too. You know, it's... 
we're as human beings, we're social beings, you know. So it's exciting when when you can find a partner, you know, and and and, and really share your your thoughts and feelings, and also sharing it with, within the physical realm. And that all leads to what? Yeah, the spiritual, spiritual. Number six, if you don't care for your body, you will die a premature death. Okay, and this is the realm right now I'm talking about. <clears throat> Whatever your story is, I know there's a lot of diabetes. Um, and you're talking to DJ Sanakori Bejike. I have um, diabetes and some uh, bouts of hypertension, which is a common story in Native America, African Americans. Um, this whole sense of uh, we have to care for our body, and if we don't, we might, we might. I'm not God here. We might have a possibility of dying a premature death. So if I'm always smoking, if I'm truly addicted to a certain drug or substance, this is all affects the body, the liver, the brain, the lungs, the pancreas, the heart, the uh, you, organs are affected when you put poison in your body. You know, nicotine at high dosages will kill you. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful what we put in our bodies. And if we go in hardcore, we, we might die young because of it. Or even our reckless behavior even. Number seven, be happy with your body. For it is the entrance to your being. All right. So again, we're still in that physical realm right here. So you got to be happy with your body. I know a lot of people um, struggle with this. If not most of us or all of us. There's always something about our body that sometimes annoys us. It could be overweight, birthmark, uh, whatever, you know. You know, be happy. I know it's difficult during difficult times with your body. So you have surgery or you will burn or overweight you know work on the happiness that hey I still have an opportunity to exercise to diet to change my lifestyle you know you know you have a body be happy for it is the entrance to your being so I guess what I'm talking here now is that the body is a is the vessel you know and it's also the gates protector of, of the internal of who you truly are you know the skeleton the muscles the skeleton protects our organs our thick skull protects our brain you know uh, and all of this leads into the inner self that spiritual realm right can't touch it can't eat it it's but it's the entrance after you pass the physical realm it's the entrance it's what I consider the uh, the void in the middle of the wheel the spoke hey check it out saying number 8 
humans are perfectly imperfect. If there's something that we can truly do as human beings and be perfect about it, is to be imperfect. We do that really well. And for some great teachers in the past, sages and gurus or medicine people and so on, they've, you know, the really cool ones that really stand out is the ones that can say, effort. Effort. F-U-C-K it. When we fail. When we become a little short before the, the goal, you know. Or maybe we humiliate ourselves. Accept it all. Because you're imperfect. It's alright, chill. You do it perfectly. You're imperfect. Embrace it. And let's see what how we could adjust our lifestyles when we don't reach our goals. Be it relationships or work, family, whatever. Let's work on it. Way number nine. Humans are social beings. Remember that. You as a human being, you need other people. If you put... Say, God forbid, right now, they arrest you for a crime you didn't commit. Maybe it was murder, and and then you start acting up. Then they put you in solitary confinement, and, and yo, no human being can live in solitary confinement without affecting your mental health, physical health. Forget the emotions. Oh, you get a lot of emotions if you're in solitary confinement. And it's going to be a big challenge to, you know, maintain that high, you know, meaning in life, that spirituality. It'll be a challenge because you'll be limited in solitary confinement. So it seems like as human beings, man, we, we need we need others. We need the energies of others. And it could be other humans, animals, uh, wildlife, fish life, whatever. It's... You know, how many times you see, you know, you know, we, we, we have cats as companions, we have dogs companions, we have fish, snakes, you name it. <coughs> we have relatives, we have uh, husband, spouse. It's all good. It's all good. Because we're in a social kind of situation. Number 10, and I end with this segment of number 10. My family fed me love and discomfort. So basically what I'm talking here is the sense of the introduction of of partly our, our primary experience of social beings is through our parents, you know, um, and if it's only one parent, that, that will also, you know, affect us. So, you know, uh, ideally, hey, we want to feel that love, love from a mom, you know, and having a father around. And, you know, it's, it's usually our time that we first experience love. You know, It's also the first time, I believe, in the family, it, it, it introduces this discomfort 
It's the first time as children we learn that I am not the center of the universe. And if I start screaming and yelling and hitting my head on the floor, maybe I can change things. But then I learn for the first time, I ain't the boss. I'm just a little two-year-old who's pissed off because I want to do what I want to do. Yeah, we're feeling real discomfortable now. And no matter how old you are, if you live in a society of other humans, there's going to be rules, there's going to be laws, and there's going to be certain laws you think uh, uh, you know, are too lenient, whatever. You know, we, we go on and on and on, you know, and, and this is the discomfort, the discomfort of being uh, in a society where it's going to challenge us. It might even hurt us if we get incarcerated. Can get us killed, depending on what color you are, or what's going down. And as children, we've seen it, especially in our inner cities. Shoot, if you have a video game, how about that? The discomfort, the human experience of, of death and loss, and sexual abuse, and Emotional abuse, physical abuse, you know, we learn it all as children, teenagers, young adults. Uh, first romance, puppy love, first time I seen you, I kissed you, whatever kind of feelings. And, and then all of a sudden the breakup comes. Man, one minute it's love, the next minute it's like... Man, he cheated on me or she cheated on me. That's messed up. I can't believe they did that to me. Or they got a new partner. Or it just didn't work out. I lost interest. Man, love to discomfort. So that's the way number 10. My family fed me love and discomfort. So we get both those experiences through the family. So that's the 10 ways of healing, healing from trauma, especially that intergenerational trauma. And I share this with everyone who ever listening in this, in this planet we call Mother Earth. Thank you for tuning in. And wherever you are, if you're Taino, Boricua, Quisqueyano, Haitiano, Jamaquino, Cubano, whatever you, wherever you're from in the Caribbean, here is what I want to share. May God be with you. Many blessings. Okay? Wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in. This is DJ Bejique Sana Gordi. Me here. You there. Tainos. And all human beings. Everywhere.